This is Purple Radio On Demand. Hello and welcome to the fourth episode of the 4th and 1 podcast. My name is Oliver Higgins. I'm joined by Callum Bennett and Joseph Watson. Hello. Uh, This is ostensibly an NFL podcast. We're here to review last week's games, preview this week's games, talk about a play of the week, might do a little bit of news. We'll discuss what teams Joe and Callum may go on to support in the future. And uh, we'll try and provide some analysis, some lukewarm takes, and uh, hopefully some banter around the NFL in the process. Uh, I don't think there's any news to discuss this week. Joe, you might have had something for us? No, nah, there's nothing. No, nothing? Just all right, good to know. Nothing at all. Okay, perfect. In that case, we'll move on to reviewing last week's games. So uh, every episode, we've like picked the games in advance. This week, it was quite a close one. Uh, Callum, you did the best out of all of us, right? Yeah, I've had a slight comeback. I've been kind of in the middle every week, so it's mm-hmm. my first week where I've done quite well. Yeah, you're currently on... 9 out of 13, is it? Yeah, with Monday Night Football pending. Yeah, which I'm going to get a point for, I think. Mm, Ravens over Rams, we all picked, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Joe, how'd you do this week? Doing okay, 7 for 13, is it? Yeah, but you you picked the the least number this week. Yeah, I mean, worst worst out of the three of us this week. But but still not bad, still not bad numbers. Still in the lead as well overall, so... uh, Yeah, yeah, so I had 8 out of 13 right in the middle of both of you guys. And that's the overall scores at 23, 22, 22, with Joe in the lead. A very tight contest. Callum, I think looking back, we had we had a rough week week one. I give up seven points to Joe, you give up five, and yeah. we've come back valiantly. Joe, you feeling nervous up there? Nah, I'm fine. This week's gonna be my week. Is True it? talent yeah. shining through. Yeah. I think. <laughs> um, and with that, we'll get into the games which we picked in advance. Starting with Thursday night football, my favorite team, the Colts, took on the Texans, and the Texans won twenty to seventeen. Uh, I stayed up till sometime after four a.m. to watch this one, and. Uh, regretted it during the game and after. Um, it was quite a tough watch. The Colts struggled, uh, largely down to the quarterback, Jacoby Brissett, which was unfortunate. He just missed some reads, didn't manage to get anything going. The running game was strong, but um, ultimately they were undone by the Texans and their sort of star players, Deshaun Watson, the quarterback, DeAndre Hopkins, the wide receiver, and Will Fuller, their number two wide receiver, really stepped up in a game where he was questionable to play in it due to an injury and uh that saw the texans home i think that could be a very important division game really it really is division winners yeah so it sees the texans go top of the afc south and uh they split the series with the colts uh had the colts won they would have been a game clear of the texans and also with that extra two divisional wins that would have been possibly fatal for the texans in terms of hoping to win the division as is it looks like the texans will win it and the colts have a uh, not held battle to try and get the wild card mm-hmm yeah, I think, I mean, the Colts didn't embarrass themselves. They were just ever so slightly the worst team. Yeah, I think, um, I mean, it was close. It was always likely to be a close game, a divisional game on a Thursday when both teams were injured. But I think ultimately the team that managed better plays won. Like, the Colts didn't manage a pass above 14 yards in the entire <laughs> game, I think, which is just pretty criminal. Whereas the Texans had a few sort of explosive plays that really made the difference on the day. Does this make you hopeful for the Colts' uh, chances for the playoffs, Ollie? No, I'd say, I think that's it, unfortunately. I think they'd need to win at least four or five coming in. And uh, I can't see them doing it at this point. They just, I don't know, not our year. Um, quarterback may be an issue. This is the first time this season that I've started to think that Brissett probably isn't the guy going forward. So we'll see how that develops. But uh, a, a concerning week for a Colts fan. And uh, especially because you guys both picked the Texans and got an early lead on me. Yeah, we just always pick against the Colts pretty much nowadays. 
Yeah, uh, depressingly so. Uh, um, not a very good team. <laughs> thank you, Joe. Um, next up, we had Bucks and Falcons. So this is a uh, the Falcons have just the so sorry to be clear. The Buccaneers won thirty-five to twenty-two. They climbed to four and seven. The Falcons dropped to three and eight in a divisional game. The Falcons have a uh, really messed us up in this podcast. Every time we make a call, we all make we all seem to make a universal call. Yeah, and Normally we've always lost points. Yeah, this is the first week we've all gone for them because they were on a run of form yep. and they've clearly just lost it again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they seem to be up and about and everywhere and I've decided from now on one of us needs to split it so at yeah. least one of us is getting a point on these games. We but really the Bucks, do. to be fair, the Bucks you know what, always week, put in an average week, shift. This week you can support the Falcons then, Callum. No. <laughs> yeah, we'll see about that. <laughs> <laughs> the Bucks, in fairness, it was one of those classic Jameis Winston games where he um he's, it is... At this point, he's like four or five years into his career, and like sometimes he's awful, and then he just has a game with yeah, like a, great game. a lot of deep shots that happen to come off, and he looks like an excellent quarterback. And then the next week, he's back to looking pretty dreadful. Uh, I'm just checking his stat line. He had 18 of 28 for 313 yards, Whew. three touchdowns, and two interceptions. Uh, yeah, that sounds like James Winston. And Chris Godwin, sorry, went for seven receptions for 184 yards and two touchdowns. The wide receiver. See, his second name's Goblin. Godwin. <laughs> Some weird names flying around the NFL. Um, so, no, the Bucks, I think, deserved it. It wasn't a particularly close game, but a, a disappointing one for us. And moving on, we had consensus, and it paid off for us in the Bills game against the Broncos. The Bills won 20-3, the Broncos dropped 3-8, and eight, and the Bills get to 8-3, and three, very much in the hunt for a wild card in the AFC. Any thoughts on this one? Uh, well, I was saying a little bit before the podcast, I think they've mostly got by from playing teams that are quite bad just because of which division they're in yeah uh, so they're in the Patriots division right yeah the so they have the East. Dolphins Dolphins and, and the Jets yeah the Dolphins and the Jets which is what's put them in the place they're in are you but insinuating it, the Dolphins aren't a superb football team yeah heavily <laughs> a hot um, take but yeah uh, the Bills put in a relatively good shift yeah and uh, Frank Gore uh, managed to become the running back with the third most rushing yards in NFL history. Uh, played for the Colts for a few years, so I'm a final guy. Also, <laughs> just a generally likable person. I think he's like 34 or 35 at this point. He's seemed really like, old. Seemed like a nice guy in his interview yeah. afterwards. Really old for a running back, and uh, he's likely to go to the Hall of Fame now. I think at this point, it's, it's nearly always worth betting against the Broncos. The Broncos have just not impressed me yeah, at all. that's fair enough. I think, I don't know, it just hasn't come together for them for a few seasons. We were looking back on Sunday, Joe, you said... They or you noticed that they'd won the Super Bowl just a few years ago and have really fallen off the cliff. Was it twenty fifteen? Twenty fifteen season, yeah. I think yeah, it was yeah. against the Panthers. And it is it is quite a stark drop off in form for the Broncos. They used to be a real force in the AFC, and uh, since Peyton Manning left, they just have not filled that gap, and the defense has sort of wasted away somewhat. But uh, you know, maybe next year. <laughs> um, next up, we had Bears Giants. Uh, so. I went for the Bears, as did you, Joe. Callum, you went for the Giants. Indeed. The Bears came out on top, 19-14. to 14. The Bears climbed to 5-6, and six, but they're very much on the outside looking in in the NFC North. The Giants are 2-9, and nine, and uh, their depressing season continues. I think neither team looked good. Uh, yeah. I should have gone with my head on that one, because I decided before the podcast I was going to go Bears, but then... Yeah. I just didn't want a consensus on that game because I thought it could have been quite tight. And it was, I mean, it wasn't tight score-wise, but neither team looked a lot better than the other. Yeah, I mean, it was a one-score game, 19-14. to 14. Yeah. Um, I think it was, we were watching this, and I think Mitch Trubisky threw a pick throwing to his left, which um, <laughs> yeah. furthers the theory that Mitch Trubisky can't throw left. So 
in all ways I was a winner on this one <laughs> I um, remember you see, he, he was coming up to the play and you yeah. saw he was going to throw a left and you just went oh no <laughs> <laughs> just the moment of dread as you see Mitch roll out to his left it's never a good sign um, moving on we had Steelers Bengals this, we went uh, we all went for the Steelers over the windless Bengals um, nothing revolutionary there and the Steelers did come out on top although it was really quite close yeah uh, towards the middle of the game I was thinking this might be the Bengals first win yeah did the Bengals not come out hard at the beginning of the game yeah I think it may have been 10-3 yeah. the Bengals were certainly in the lead for some amount of time of they the probably game. deserved it the Steelers didn't play well Steelers have been no. playing awfully the past they benched Mason Rudolph uh, he of getting hit over the head by Miles Garrett fame um, <laughs> and put in Devin Hodges uh, their third string quarterback and he uh, Devlin Hodges excuse me he threw for five completions from 11 attempts 118 yards and one touchdown but that touchdown pass to James Washington was the winner for the Steelers yeah. um, it was sorely needed and it got them over the line against a Bengals team which they really had to beat to uh, keep their momentum going if they are to have any chance to make the playoffs yeah I don't think even if they did make the playoffs they would just get battered anyway so well I think the only the only sort of ace up their sleeve is Big Ben coming back. Uh, yeah, ben Roethlisberger right, yeah. Yeah, is their quarterback. He's been out the for clock. most of the season. Not the clock, the quarterback. Um, okay. Slightly different. <laughs> um, but yeah, good win for the Steelers. Well, not a great win for the Steelers, but at least they move How on. How are they looking in the season? They're 6-5, and five, which will leave them second in the AFC North behind the uh, Ravens. But they're, they'll be hoping for a wild card spot. They'll be, uh, I think they're playing the Browns soon, which will be a massive game in that division to see who is in contention for second, assuming the Ravens go on I believe it's it. the game next week, right? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Is it? Oh, yeah. yes it is, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is. So next up, Joe, your darling Dolphins uh, <laughs> lost to the Browns, 24-41. to What did you think of that one? I think I'm going to have to cut them loose. Yeah. Don't like the Browns, like the Dolphins, but even then it was just not not, not a good game. No, this was, uh, this was pretty comprehensive. I think it was... 28 nil at half time yeah. it was nearly a comeback but it was very quickly um... they did threaten it uh, I was I was getting worried as having picked the Browns Callum what did you think not worried I bet Brown every week well I yeah I've gone for them every <laughs> week and they've always won for me but I mean I'm not gonna I'm not gonna carry that on if it, in a ridiculous circumstance yeah but I, I like picking them over average or bad teams because I think I don't know they they had a bad start to the season but they picked up yeah, no, the Browns offense really um, looked good on this one. It was sort of what people had hoped for before the season when they'd amassed all of this talent, but they hadn't quite put it together until this point. Uh, Mayfield had 327 yards, three touchdowns and one interception, um, which was you know enough to get them over the line. Nick Chubb had over 100 yards rushing. It's quite a complete performance for the Browns, I would say. And the Dolphins just just are not a good team. And they continue their their path to a very high draft pick. Uh, Joe, you're in tears <laughs> laughing. Can I just ask what's going on there? I'll explain in a minute. <laughs> okay, so uh, while Joe composes himself, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll continue. Yeah. The real true core of this podcast will carry on. Yeah, absolutely. While the um, insane man laughs in the corner. <laughs> I just think you can probably hear him over the mic sort of like weeping. Um, <laughs> anyway, so Saints-Panthers. The Saints won 34-31. to We all picked the Saints, uh, and this was a very close one. Mm. Um, the Panthers missed a field goal attempt near the end. Then the Saints made a drive and made their attempt with Will Lutz to get over the line, but this very easily could have gone the other way. Yeah, it could have been a bit of, well, not really much of an upset, but 
the Panthers hadn't looked very good at all the week before, if I'm right. Yeah. Uh, so that's why we all went Saints. But it shows that the Panthers are still a great side. Yeah. Um, Kyle Allen, impressed where he hasn't looked particularly good. He had uh, 256 yards for three touchdowns. Um, not massively productive, but he did got the job done when needed. And Drew Brees, uh, 311 yards, three touchdowns and an interception. But he looked, I don't know, I didn't think he looked quite like himself in the pocket. He's seen as one of the best quarterbacks around, isn't he? He is, but yeah. yeah it absolutely. wasn't like a, an amazing game by him. No, you were saying you don't really trust the Saints, is that right? Yeah, I, I was saying during the game, I they're an excellent team. Yeah. And I would very often bet on them. But at the same time, I don't trust them to win. I don't think they're very reliable. They're not very consistent in form. Well, right. nine, nine and two is... No, but like, didn't they lose to a not very... Didn't they lose to the Falcons? Yeah, they lost to the Falcons a <laughs> couple of weeks ago. That's our fault. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, if you're going to be an excellent side, losing to the Falcons is a little bit odd to me. Yeah. Uh, because the Falcons were on a run of form, but they've been put back in their place this week. Yeah, just so, to contextualise with the Saints, though, the last couple of seasons they have had two heartbreaking exits from the playoffs. So two years ago, there was the uh, miracle in Minneapolis where Stefan Diggs had a last-minute minute touchdown from Case Keenum to knock them out in the divisional round, I believe. And last year, they got to the NFC Championship game, and there was a uh, a missed pass interference call down in the Rams five yard at the Rams five-yard line, and uh, the Rams went on to win it. And the Saints uh, were, I think, like some fans maybe brought a lawsuit against the NFL. God. And like they've changed. You know how you can now review a pass interference yeah. call. So that was new this year, and that was as a direct Pretty response to that. Yeah. To that call being so badly missed um so they are they've got incredibly close the last two years and had fairly gut-wrenching exits so they they have a point to prove but i agree they haven't looked quite on they've never looked form. dominant in games mm, they've, yeah. looked, they've looked good but they've never looked like the other team doesn't have a chance yeah, yeah. they just struggle against a team like the ravens or the 49ers yeah yeah, yeah that's what i mean yeah um so moving on we have jets raiders uh this wasn't was an upset but Callum, uh, we both picked the Jets. Joe, you picked the Raiders, and the Jets came out on top, thirty-four to three, moving to four and seven. While the Raiders dropped to six and five, still in the hunt for an AFC wildcard spot, <coughs> maybe even the division if the Chiefs slip up. Um, Joe, what did you think of this one? This was pretty comprehensive for the Jets when most people wouldn't have seen it coming. Uh, yeah, I've been uh, I've been doubting the Jets all season, um, constantly reminding Callum how awful they are. Mm-hmm. Um, but this was just a it was yeah clear cut game. Um, I've been backing the Raiders up until now. Probably won't do this week against the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, poor form from them. Yeah, I thought the Jets played pretty well, and I've just really liked going for them against teams that are in a kind of similar standard. Most people would say the Raiders are a bit better, uh, but anywhere where it's even in the ballpark, I like going for Jets just because I think they're a well, mostly cool kit. They're but they're, <laughs> but they're nice to they're nice to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Um, but yeah, I bet you're happy though, Ollie, because you didn't actually want to go for the Jets. You only went for them because I went for them and it was funny in the conversation. Yeah, it was largely because I thought it was funny at the time. Um, <laughs> but in fairness, I think it was one I wasn't I was undecided about. I probably would have gone Raiders in the cold out of day, but uh, I got a bit lucky there. Jets came through, and um, yeah, that was a good one for, for us. Moving onwards, we had the Redskins, their second win of the season over the Lions. Uh, the Redskins are now 2-9, the Lions are now... 3-7-1 after a 19-16 loss. Um, one nice little tidbit from this game. The Redskins have a rookie quarterback. This was his first ever career win. Uh, I don't know, I guess he wasn't starting yet when they won their first game. 
and he missed the last snap of the game because he thought the game was over and was off taking selfies with fans. <laughs> <laughs> um, which isn't a phenomenal effort no, from Dwayne they Haskins. Do, what did they do in the last snap, though? Threw the backup quarterback in, he took a knee, <laughs> and that, uh, that brought it to a close. Um, but the coach did not seem delighted in his post-game interview. Um, but no, I, I win for the Redskins uh, over the Jeff Driscoll-led Lions. We all went Lions, didn't we? We did, yeah. yeah we got uh, the Lions was one of the team, well, one of the teams I liked when I first started watching three weeks ago. Yeah, yep. Um, I've never liked them, and now I've started to go off them because I seem to go for them and they just disappoint me every time. Yeah, Joe, can we just dig into why you don't like them? I just don't like them. No. Awful part of the world. No. Um, but the Redskins had a had a really good game though. That return from. Uh, Return for was it a punt return or? It was a kick return. It was from the undrafted free agent, someone Smith. Wow. Sam? Yeah, after Sam. dropping Sam the Smith's the singer, man. Uh, it's the singer. <laughs> dropping, the, dropping the ball, recovering it, then running into the other team's end zone was. Yeah, that was uh, someone Sims. Did I say Smith? Oh, what's Sims, it? It's Sims, it's Sims. Can't remember Johnny? his first name. Sam, Sam Sims? Yeah. That sounds fake. We'll go with it. Um, yeah, it w- that was a remarkable touchdown. Um, Really impressive composer. Sorry, Stephen. Stephen Sims, of course. How could we forget? Wow, this has been such an in-depth discussion of a totally irrelevant player. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I mean, it was great composure from him to like drop it, have the presence of mind to scoop it up and then keep going. Yeah, um, 91 yards. Yeah, no, that was impressive. And probably turned the game. You can, I wouldn't really back the Redskins to score any more than 12 points on offense. <laughs> um, so yeah, they needed, they needed something from special teams to get them going. And that, that did the trick. And they got over the line. Next up, we have our second AFC South matchup of the week, uh, Titans-Jags. The Titans won it 42-20 to in a blowout. Titans go to 6-5, and five, um, uh, vying up there for the wild card, if not the division, with the Texans. And the Jags dropped to 4-7, and seven, languishing in fourth place in the AFC South, and uh, probably the end of their season, in all reality. This one, uh, Derek Henry went nuts for the Titans. He, um, he does this so often against the Jags. He had their 99-yard rushing touchdown last season against them. Uh, So last night he went for 159 yards off 19 carries and two touchdowns. Um, Ryan Tannehill was uh, solid, if not spectacular, 14 of 18 for 259 yards and two touchdowns, no interceptions. Nick Foles had 272 yards, but the Jags were constantly chasing the game, so it was sort of irrelevant at that point. Yeah, I think the Titans shone through as a far better team in that game. Mm. And yeah, I really don't think the Jags are that good of a team. Yeah. Um, no, Foles had a awful, awful game. Constantly getting sacked, running out too far. It was just not, not impressive. You're not a Foles fan, I'm are you, Joe? Not a Foles fan. He seems like a like a like a lovely man, but um, I love Gardner Minshew. Nothing on Gardner Minshew. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Joe, you and I went for the Jags. So, uh, Callum, you got you got a vital point. I don't here. quite understand what was going through your heads when you picked. I mean the. Yeah, I guess the I mean, if you look at wins, then yeah. I mean, if you look purely at stat lines, yeah. But just to me, the Titans are the far better side there. I think for me, it was the the allure of Nick Foles. I thought he'd sort of kickstart the offense, but yeah. for me, it just was didn't the hope that, that Foles would break his leg very early in the game. And <laughs> Mint you would rise. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's all there is to say on that one. Uh, moving on, we had we had Cowboys Patriots. Uh, actually, before we do that, we'll do the last one o'clock game, which was Seahawks Eagles. Uh, Seahawks came out seventeen nine winners. Uh, they moved to nine and two. The Eagles fall to five and six. Um, the Eagles look like something is up with that team. The offense is just not firing. Carson Wentz is missing pretty standard passes. 
and they just they just can't get it done. The last couple of weeks against the Patriots and the Seahawks, admittedly two very good teams with quite strong defenses. I yeah. quite enjoyed watching the Seahawks play. Mm. Uh, the game as a whole wasn't very fun though. No, uh, there the was just one very good Seahawks sort of stifled play. everyone, uh, which made it hard to watch. But yeah, the Seahawks did. They had enough to get over the line certainly, and as well the uh, the Eagles touchdown was like right at the end of the game. It was seventeen three with maybe thirty seconds left. So it even this doesn't quite represent how dominant the Seahawks were. Uh, Callum, we both picked the Seahawks. Joe, you went for the Eagles. What did you think of this one? I I mean, I didn't... I was otherwise occupied. didn't manage to catch this game. But um, reading about it afterwards, it's just upsetting to see. Um, I think I, I might have to consider stopping back in the Eagles. Yeah, you've Ooh, done it two uh, weeks in a row and lost um, two points in a row. I you? mean, it's against good teams. They've got the Dolphins this week, so... Yeah, you never know. <laughs> Two of Joe's beloved teams. Any given all. Sunday. Um, Any given Sunday, indeed. But yeah, which with the players they have, it's, it's disappointing to see. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they do have a lot of talent, just haven't put it together. So moving on to the later games, uh, we'll go with Cowboys-Patriots. The Patriots won 13-9, they moved to 10-1 and on the season. Cowboys slipped to 6-5, and still in control in the NFC East, but uh, Philly looking in. Um, they won't feel particularly happy with this one, the Cowboys. Again, they were horrific conditions in Foxborough uh, which sort of ruined the game as a spectacle in many ways I mean to be fair I don't think it's that interesting anyway I mean it's, it's an interesting matchup but at the same time the Patriots is the boring team to watch because they only have a good defence yeah they're, and they're a fan. Oh, Brady, was, Brady was playing a lot better this week who's playing better but like oh a lot better is generous I think he was they haven't got anything good mm. I and mean, he was making passes they haven't got any good That's, wide receivers yeah. like any amazing ones no absolutely and they're they're all, they're just relying very uh, strongly the, on their uh, defense. Julian Edelman. Yeah, he's Julian. Julian Edelman is good. He is the the one guy they're relying on at this point. Mosunu, who they signed from the Falcons earlier this season, was out for this game. Philip Dorsett was out. The ex Colt, who is somehow not awful anymore. Um, but he's not playing for the Colts. Yep. Um, so the uh, the Pats came out on top. Again, their special teams as well made a big difference. They had a block punt from Matthew Slater. Matthew Slater is an intriguing guy. He's been in the league for, I think, 16 seasons. No, less than that. That's too many. Don't know. Quite a few seasons. Should we say 12? We'll go with that. Why not? <laughs> no one's going to fact check this, are they? Um, so he's been in the league for quite a while. He's got, like, on the old pro team quite a few times, four special teams. Never really plays on offense. He's technically a wide receiver. But he's just, like a phenomenal special teams player and the Pats have kept him on their team for ages uh, purely because of that and it you know it consistently pays off they had um, they had a blocked punt by Slater which uh, really changed the game and that's how the Pats got their touchdown uh, coming off the short field from that one and then they had so Bill Belichick the Pats coach is known for like loving sort of special teams tricks um, like he always he just enjoys that aspect of the game um, much like myself <laughs> but he so he threw something at the Cowboys which they really struggled to cope with which was oh, when the Pats yeah. were punting into the wind they didn't put a returner back there yeah. um, or sorry when they were receiving, receiving the punt yeah you're right um, they didn't put a returner back there because they decided that it wouldn't add anything uh, and the Cowboys they were just so spooked by this they got a delay of game penalty then an illegal motion penalty when they were starting to shift as the <laughs> ball was stopped and they ended up losing about 20 yards on the or I mean Sorry, they ended up, it? it was about a 25-yard punt, I think, when, uh, you know, they would expect 45-50 yeah. at least, um, which was just, I think, emblematic of 
the Cowboys getting outcoached in this game as much as anything else. Like, the Pats' defense is excellent. The Cowboys' offense going into this game was the best in the league, but the coaching makes a difference. Yeah. And Belichick is better than Garrett any day of the week. They didn't really... Although, they, yeah, they were, they were a good side, but they didn't impress much in the game. No, agreed. Uh, I think they did enough to win, which the Pats are excellent at doing, but nothing that would get you particularly excited about their prospects for the rest of the season. Uh, in terms of our picks, uh, Callum, you, or Callum, you and Joe had this one. I went for the Cowboys to uh, to be the contrarian and uh, so that I wouldn't have to root for the Pats. Didn't pay off, but you know I still enjoyed not having to root for the Pats, <laughs> so can't complain. And finally, the late game was 49ers-Packers. The 49ers came out 37-8 winners. This was comprehensive. Callum, you went for the Packers, and you really thought they had a good chance. Yeah, I'm going to have to get down on my knees. <laughs> so, so, I was so wrong. Um, yeah, I really thought the Niners... I don't know, I was probably underrating them. Yeah. Uh, because I'd watched the Packers play a few times, and they really impressed me. Mm-hmm. And the Niners never really impressed me that much. Yeah. Uh but yeah, they sh- they were they shone out as the best team. Yeah, I think it was defense led again. The uh, Robert Sala is their defensive coordinator, and he planned something which really got to Aaron Rodgers. Um, they just never really got going from what I saw of this game, and I think I mean the scoreline may flatter the 49ers somewhat, but um, was it four four sacks for the uh, 49ers? Uh, it may well have been. I mean, to, it, be, fa- to be fair, the Packers' defense was also. Phenomenal this week. I think three sacks in total against um, Garoppolo, Jimmy Garoppolo. Garoppolo. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I think it just came down to the offense. Yeah. Uh, just we're not as good. Yeah, that's fair enough. And the 49ers had a couple of big plays for touchdowns, which always helps. Did the job. And uh, that ends the review of last week's games. Ravens Rams is Monday Night Football. It's still to come. We've all picked the Ravens, so hopefully they can uh, they can see that one off. And before we move on to next week, do we want to talk about Play of the Week? Yeah, we did Play of the Week. Callum, uh, what you got? I am going to go with, not very technically impressive, but a good show of individual skill, is the Jets catch. Who, do you know who the player was who caught it? Uh, it was their safety. I believe it was Brian Poole. Yeah. Uh, he caught a ball one-handed that was about to hit the floor mm-hmm. and then ran it through for a touchdown. Yeah, the pick six. Yeah, pick six. Yeah, no, absolutely. It was uh, a very impressive play. Yeah, very hard catch to pull off, and he pulled it off. Yeah. It wasn't, yeah, not not technically impressive, but a very good show of individual skill. Yeah, nice. Joe? I only have to go with, uh, in last night's late game, uh, Garoppolo to Kittle. I think it was the third quarter of the game. Yeah. Uh, 60 yards pass followed by touchdown. Yeah. Good to see. Yeah, George Kittle is an incredible tight end. It feels like he's sort of replacing Gronk as like the... The Gronk. The no... <laughs> As like the known best tight end in the league, and he, um, I think he was playing with a fractured bone in his foot last yeah, night, yeah, he was. which is um, just makes it all the more insane. Um, but no, he's a phenomenal player, and it was a lovely touchdown. I am going to go with, hmm, what do I like here? Uh, you were thinking about the Seahawks one, weren't you? I was thinking about a few. I think I'm going to go with the Redskins. Pl- no, Steelers play against the Redskins is what I'm going to go with. We've already touched on the Redskins kick return. As much as I love special teams, I'm not going to go with that one. I'll go with the Steelers' 79-yard touchdown from Devlin Hodges, the third-string quarterback. Threw it over the top to James Washington, and he got massive yards after the catch, uh, finished off by a ridiculous stiff arm where he just sat the cornerback <laughs> yeah. in the ground and uh, dandered into the end zone. Four uh, or six. 
We're gonna have to have a special mention then for the 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 Seahawks. Is it a flea leg? Flea flicker. Flea flicker. Yeah. The flea flicker from the Seahawks yeah. was excellent. Yeah, yeah. That that's gonna have to be a special mention well, of the like, week. Callum, your pick was it a um, was it a special teams play? No, no. mine wasn't. First. Wasn't. We normally go for the special okay, teams plays, but this week we're mixing first, it up. First week, uh, mixing it up, yeah. Yeah, we're there evolving. Because there was nothing fake, nothing clever. Yeah, a blog punt doesn't get you that excited. No, I didn't I see, see any fake fakes. punt. Yeah, that's what I got to see. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so moving on to next week. Uh, it is Thanksgiving over in, over in America, excuse me, and uh, so there will be a few games on Thursday. First one will be Bears Lions. So the Lions always play in that first slot on Thanksgiving. Um, they're usually awful. It's not a great spectacle, but it is a tradition, and uh, that means that they always get that slot, a prime slot. Uh, prime slot for an awful game. But a lot of pressure. So do you think they can see it through? I don't know whether Matt Stafford is likely to be Are we back. Are going to go round? And yeah, we'll go round uh, sequentially and do the picks. Um, Joe, you can start. I think one thing to bear in mind, Matt <laughs> Stafford may or may, <laughs> may or may not be back for the Lions. I'm not, I really do not know yet. Um, I'm not sure if anyone does. Uh, but if not, it'll be Jeff Driscoll once again facing off against Mitchell Trubisky. Uh, well, I think I, I, I bet against the uh, the Lions every week so far. Oh, really? Apart from this week. Mm-hmm. Um, and that didn't go particularly well for me. So I'm going to go for the Bears. Okay. I've been betting for the Lions and it's been going awful for me. Uh, so I'm going to go for the Bears. Okay. I am going to go with... Uh, I've decided to have some fun. Uh, not have some fun. Just like... <laughs> I want to enjoy watching the games more. So this week I'm going to go for a philosophy of picking the teams I prefer, unless it makes zero sense. Yeah, and you don't like the Bears, do you? I don't. As much as I enjoy the fact that Mitchell Trubisky can only throw to the right, it just sort of saddens me if I actually want them to win. So I'm going to go with the Lions. Uh, hopefully they can hopefully they can see it out. I really hope it's Matt Stafford rather than Jeff Driscoll. On the, on the right side of the pitch and they're fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we're going to move on to the next game of Buffalo Cowboys. Uh, that is the one Bills Cowboys in Dallas. Uh, quite a good game in terms of win records. Uh, the Bills are eight and three. The Cowboys are six and five. So if I call this one first, I well, given what I said earlier about how although the Bills have a good stat record, I don't think they played the best of teams, uh-huh. and so they're probably not actually. It's not very representative of how good they are. Uh, I think the Cowboys are going to win. Yep, fair enough. Uh, I am also going to go with the Cowboys. I think they should have too much firepower for the Bills. Ooh, Joseph, what's Yeah, that? I'm not going to be going into that. I'm oh, also going to go with consensus. the uh, Cowboys. Boring. We need a few of these. Wow. So we've picked the we've all picked the uh, the six and five Cowboys against the in three Bills. You sure about that, Joe? Certain. All right. How about you, Ollie? Are you sure about that? Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> Don't like the Bills that much. Uh, and then. Uh, Saints Falcons. Yes, Saints is Falcons game. is the last game. So We've been burnt on this one before. Um, can we please split? <laughs> but I'm yeah, not I, going I'm Falcons. Go, I'm, go, I'm going Saints. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm I'm meant to be picking first here, and I'm going Saints as well. Uh, Callum, what are you saying? Uh, I don't care. I'm not splitting. The Saints are going to win. <laughs> if the Falcons win this, I'm going to be so mad. It's just not fair. The Falcons, is... the Falcons were awful last week. They the run of good players finished, and the Saints, although I've said they're unreliable are still good enough to beat the Falcons. Yeah, this is the reverse fixture of the first week's games uh, when the Fal- we all picked the Saints, yeah. the Falcons won. So this could be a sort of poetic way to bury the hatchet with the Falcons if we all pick the Saints and, yeah. and yeah. Uh, they actually they actually do it for us. Um, but we'll see how that one goes. Then the first game at 1 o'clock, or, well, 6 o'clock here on Sunday is an absolute cracker. We have 49ers-Ravens. The 49ers are 10-1, and 1, the Ravens are 8-2. and 2. 
arguably the two um, sort of most informed teams in the entire NFL right now. This should be a great game and a very hard one to pick, so I'll throw that to you, Joe. Um, Christ, this is a hard one. This is a, probably the hardest pick we've had yet. Mm, I think that's I'd fair. Say. Um, this is Lamar Jackson versus... Uh, Don't pretend you know. Gar- no, he- Garoppolo. <laughs> As just always struggles just with the name. Um, <laughs> it's hard to pronounce. Um, Jimmy G. It's I was easier. Jimmy G. Exactly. I was. I was impressed with the 49ers the other day. Or yesterday, in fact. Yep. Um, against the Packers, so I'm going to go for them. Okay, Niners. I think uh, disproved Callum's hypothesis from last week even further. Um, I love Lamar Jackson. I will never bet against him. Uh, and I really don't like the Niners. Apart from the other week where you did bet against him. Yeah, I'm never betting against him again. That was what I said after <laughs> I lost the point last week. Yeah, um, that's true. The Niners, that. I'm going to carry on my philosophy that they and they're just hiding it. Brilliant. Thank you, Callum. Um, I think, I don't know who, I don't know who to go for here. I, uh, I mean, the predictions are all going towards the Ravens. Uh, yeah, I just think, oh, it's such a hard pick. I think, Ultimately, I'm going to go for the notion that offense beats defense, and it's the Ravens' offense that is sort of leading their team while it's the Niners' defense. And so I'm going to go with the Ravens in the hope that they can uh, sort of out-scheme the Niners' defense and, and, and get through them somehow, one way or another. But uh, yeah, this is that should be a really good game and a, a very tough one to pick. Moving on, we have a significantly less good game. We have Redskins-Panthers. Uh, Redskins got to two and nine last week. The Panthers fell to five and six with a very close one against the Saints. In fairness, uh, we are back in Charlotte, North Carolina, for this one. Panthers are at home. Do you think they can see off the Redskins, Joe? Uh, it's me first. Isn't it, it is Callum. Callum, what do you think? Um, the Panthers played well last week. The Redskins have never played well in history. Therefore, the they Panthers did win last win. week. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Panthers. Consensus. Boring. Yes. We need, we need a few consensi. Consen- yeah. Consensi? <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> um, okay, here's here's an interesting one. We have Jets-Bengals. The Jets are 4-7. and seven. The Bengals are 0-11. It's in Cincinnati. The Bengals looked a lot better last week. They pushed the Steelers. Yeah, so the Jets are coming off that win against the Raiders. They should have some momentum, whereas the Bengals are 0-11, still looking for their first win. I am going to go with the reasonable take here and take the Jets I too am going to take the Jets I mean I love the Jets and you can't expect me to go any different if you're a real man Joe you would know you would go with your heart which hates Jets you do hate the Jets I don't believe in traditional notions of masculinity can I? <laughs> <laughs> uh, next up we have an all AFC South matchup yet again the Colts against the Titans uh, a bit of news on this one the Colts tight end Eric Ebron is going to injured reserve as of this morning so uh, yet another pass catcher is out for the Colts, um, which is excellent. And the Titans coming off that convincing win against the Jags. Um, Joe, I believe you're first on this one. Yeah, I think I know what you're going to say here, but been, let's just confirm Been impressed it. with the Titans so far. Um, last week's game was promising, so I'm going to go Titans. Yep. Also, I, I hate the Colts. Yep, just get that in once again. See, I have gone with the Colts before with you yep. so I don't necessarily have much of a bias against going for the Colts but I do think the Titans are a slightly better side especially with all the Colts injuries. Yeah I think if I didn't support the Colts I'd pick the Titans here but um, yeah I feel like I'm duty bound to pick The betting odds do favour Colts. 
Hmm, interesting. I think, I mean, to be fair, they've sort of had the mini-buy after Thursday night. They've still got good coaching and mm-hmm. um, should get a few of those injuries back. Certainly T.Y. Hilton should be back, probably not more than Mike. Devin Funches should be Paris Campbell, potentially. Rock seen. I don't know. I'm just throwing out names right now. Um, I think, yeah, they should be a healthier side and hopefully can bounce back, uh, from my point of view anyway. Next up, we have two 4-7 and seven teams, a, a Florida derby, if you will. Bucks against Jags. Um, mm, yeah, this is a football game. Callum? <laughs> Me first. Uh, I think the Jags are overrated, even though they're not rated that highly anyway. Yeah, they're really not. Uh, no, I know. The Jags are rated. That's, that's what I mean. <laughs> they're, they're overrated, even though everyone thinks they're rubbish. Okay. Because they're, in fact, awful. Um, I think the Bucks are average, and they can beat them. Okay. Um, yeah, why not? Uh, oh, I can't decide. Joe, do you have any burning desire to go first on this one? Yeah, go on. Um, the Jags, I think, hopefully they'll see sense, get Minshew back in. Um, they had a good few games with him. Uh, do you want to go with them? You're going with the Jags? Yeah. Um, also, the betting odds are for them, so... Yeah. I showed you the betting odds website. You're just going to steal all <laughs> of my good choices now. I think I'm going to go with the Jags. This did burn us last week. Uh, yeah, they did. But I think based off the... My, my theory last week was that Nick Foles would get it together slightly and I'm hoping maybe this time? They I don't know. Of, they get rid <laughs> of Nick just keep on hoping saying against that. hope. Um, yeah, but I will. <laughs> I'll go with the Jags. Next up, we have Raiders-Chiefs. Uh, a An AFC West matchup, which could be quite a big one in terms of that division. The Raiders are 6-5 and five, with the Chiefs just ahead of them on 7-4. and four. It is in Kansas City and the Chiefs on paper are the better team certainly the Raiders coming off that brutal loss to the Jets um, so I think this one for me should be a pretty comfortable one for the Chiefs and I will pick them yeah I, I, I agree with that Chiefs uh, so Joe referred to this game before the podcast as a very hard one to choose I'm oh, currently looking at betting odds to put the Kansas Chiefs at 83% chance of winning um, that feels I don't know that feels a little bit generous the Raiders just don't look strong at the minute uh, mm. And the Chiefs look brutally good. So, the Chiefs. All right. Seven to four, brutally good. No, they just look strong in every game, though. <clears throat> whereas the Raiders look like they were going to lose to the mm. Bengals. True. Um, next up, we have Eagles Dolphins. Back to Miami. <laughs> Joe, uh, you're first up here. We're going to we're gonna you test love. you. You're two. These are two teams I, 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 I like quite a lot. Uh, the Eagles have done nothing for me um, so far. The Dolphins had a. I'm not, I'm not a surprise. Had a win against the Colts. Um, <laughs> They've had another win. You only ever bring up that one. I can't remember who it right. was against, though. <laughs> um, but I think I'm going to have to go for the Eagles. Okay. Sensible choice. Arguably. I'm trying to keep my lead. I mean, this one's just obvious. I can't go in for anyone apart from the Eagles. Do you know what? Oh, I- God. <laughs> <laughs> this is where my decision to go with the team I enjoy may burn me. But I just... Give me Ryan Fitzpatrick over Carson Wentz any day. No, that's true. That's true. Um, yeah, I will happily root for the Dolphins this week. I don't even really dislike the Eagles. I just think there's something up. They are... Yeah, they haven't got it all together, but <laughs> neither do the Dolphins to any no, stretch of the imagination. No. Oh, well, I'll go with it. Why not? Um, next up, we have... There's a lot of... Oh, yeah, no teams are on buyer anymore. So um, there's 16 games every week for the next few. Just felt like there were a lot of games yeah. still to come. Uh, next up, we have Packers-Giants. Uh, the... Packers coming off that loss last night going into New York to play the 2-9 and nine Giants. Callum, what do you got? Um, regardless of whether the Packers lost 
they're still a really good team and the Giants are not <laughs> so the Packers have just got this I think yeah agreed I'll go with them as well yeah I'm, I'm going to agree you know, Packers def- defence was still really strong the other day um, Rodgers is still good quarterback um, Green Bay yep consensus there fair enough can't really argue with that next up we have an, uh, an NFC West game here with Rams-Cardinals Rams are 6-4 and four with their game tonight against the Ravens coming up Cardinals are 3-7-1 and one. but um, there was a stat last night on the Pats game actually showing that Kyler Murray has remarkably similar stats to Tom Brady this season in terms of like passing yards, touchdown, the interception ratio um, Wait, who's, is Kyler Murray the... is the Cardinals quarterback yeah. sorry, yeah, the number one overall draft pick this year and so to kick this one off I'm going to go with the Cardinals uh, it would be a bit of an upset, I think, in terms of like the betting odds. But yeah, I just think the betting odds say sixty six thirty four. Hmm. But I just think, uh, I think Murray will struggle with Aaron Donald bearing down on him. Anyone would. Yeah. Um. But I think the Cardinals have started to sort of click into some sort of rhythm of late, and I don't think the Rams have managed yeah, that. I agree because I mean that's why I was saying the other week that the Cardinals are a, a bit of an underrated side as far mm. as I'm concerned at the yeah. minute. Um. But these are two sides that I quite like. Um, yeah, I have a bit of a soft spot for both of them. So I'm going to go Rams. But if the Cardinals beat them, I won't be too sad. Fair enough. Joe? Yeah, this is a tough one. Um, I mean, they have a really unfortunate uh, conference they're in with yeah. Seahawks and 49ers up there. I think it's definitely the strongest, conf- or strongest division in football this division year. Was, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, I just don't... There's something about the Cardinals I don't like. Oh, okay. And I don't know what it is. Is uh, it that they're all quite small, Jeff? Probably, yeah. Mm. Um, so I'm going to have to go with the Rams. Yeah. Yeah, go fair enough. Uh, next up, we'll whip through these last few because uh, there's so many games. Uh, Broncos, Chargers. <laughs> yeah, we can quickly discuss that one. Mm, yeah. Chargers. Yeah. Uh, Chargers. Yeah. Hmm. Come on. Let's Chargers are 4-7. Broncos, Broncos are 3-8. Broncos did win the Super Bowl. <laughs> four years ago <laughs> worth considering um, still got a little residual in no it. I'll stick with the Chargers um, nice Bro- consensus game I like watching the old one yeah it's it, yeah, it's nice um, then we have a an AFC North matchup a, a rematch sorry with the Browns and the Steelers just two weeks after Miles Garrett tried to decapitate Mason Rudolph the teams are playing once again <laughs> sans Miles Garrett sans Marquise Pouncey and uh Larry Ogunjobi will be back for the Browns after his one-game suspension for randomly pushing Mason Rudolph to the ground. Uh, This will be an interesting game regardless of the result, I think, given all of that drama from the last one. But, uh, Joe, who have you got winning this one? Uh, This is a purely aesthetic choice. Um, I have have no particular feelings about either team. Quite evenly matched, so I want to go for Pittsburgh. Okay. Um, I think the Browns beat them before. The Browns look better than they did then, and the Steelers look worse than they did then. Uh, so I see no reason why they should lose. Yeah, I think the uncertainty around the quarterback in Pittsburgh will uh, will cause issues. And I think the Browns, yeah, they looked impressed. I mean, it was the Dolphins <laughs> who I've just picked. Um, but I think the Browns did look like their offense had just about clicked into gear on uh, on Sunday there. So I'll go with the Browns as well. Uh, next up, we have the late game, Patriots-Texans. Quite a good one. Uh, I will kick this one off. Uh, probably two of my least favourite teams in terms of rooting for them. Um, but I am going to say that I think the Colts have probably lost the division at this point, and so I'd rather root for the Texans than the Pats. So I'm going to go Texans on this one. 
and continue pegging against the pad. Uh, just because I want to be certain that the Colts lose um, lose their division, I'm going to go with the Pats. Wait, what? Wait, how would that help? That would... That would help. Oh, wait, other way around. Sorry. You're oh, going... <laughs> oh, Christ, no, Texans, yeah. You're going Texans? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, what? Surely we're not going to get consensus on the Texans. You're not getting consensus oh, from okay. me. I like winning. Um, <laughs> uh, no, the Texans did look good. Um, the Patriots don't, but I mean... They're the, they're the Man City of American football. You just always bet on them. Yeah, fair enough. And uh, finally, we have Monday Night Football, Vikings, Seahawks. This, I predict, will be a very good game to watch. Ooh, it's okay. two, I think two quality it's sides. Not, it's not what we're predicting here, Callum, but thank no, you. No, they've got, they've got excellent. Both sides have got pretty good win records, right? Yeah. Yeah, they are 8-3 uh, Vikings against the 9-2 and two Seahawks. They're both either playoff contenders or wildcard contenders. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Um, they're both... A high quality side, but they're still evenly matched. It's not like two high quality sides where you can definitely pick one that's better. Yeah. I'm looking at the betting odds, and it's 51-49 to the Vikings. Um, really? Yeah. Wow. Um, but I think I will go Seahawks after their performance against the Eagles, which was quite convincing for me. Sure. Uh, I'm going to wait for Joe. I would go Seahawks, but I fear Joe's going to. So yeah. if, if he purely, does, I'll go Vikings. Purely, sorry about that, Solly, but purely on their, on their win streak. They've had four games now um, winning. Uh, I think wait, are they at home with the, with the sound home. effect? Yeah, they've got the squawk. Oh, right. Um, the Vikings not got a chance. It's got, it's got to be Seahawks. Uh, no, I'm sorry. I, I want to pick the Vikings, but I just can't. I just think the Seahawks are going to win. I don't know how the the, the betting odds yeah. are not favourites for this one. Yeah, apparently not. That's Slightly. intriguing. Um, no, I'll go with the Vikings as well, so there's consensus on that one. But you went Vikings? Yeah. Oh, no, sorry. I'll go Seahawks on that one. Okay. I can't read. Um, excuse me. Uh, I'll go Seahawks, consensus on that one, and that is the end of that week's games. Ooh, that was a lot of games. That was, yeah. We're gonna need to, we're gonna need to start whipping through those for future yeah, I mean, weeks. Yeah, we through a fair few then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, so brackets now. Yeah, so uh, we'll move on to the the fandom knockout, which is where we've sort of randomised the team, put them into a thirty-two team bracket, and uh, each week, Callum and Joe will each talk about uh, two separate matchups of teams. And they'll knock out a team who they will not want to support, and a team who they might want to support will progress into the later rounds, which we will cover later in the podcast. So, Callum, we'll start with you on this one. Um, your first matchup is Raiders against Chargers. What are your thoughts on this one? Uh, for me, it's pretty hard because I don't really like either side. Okay. Um, so fair to say they're unlikely to be the win. The winner is unlikely to come yeah. from this matchup. I think they're yeah. I don't think they're likely to come through. Um, I think the Chargers have a better kit. Yeah. Um, I think both sides are slightly overrated. Raiders are moving to Las Vegas next year. If that makes any difference. Uh, I'm afraid not. No. Um, <laughs> um, I just don't think either side is that good, but I do think the Chargers are better. Chargers. All right. Fair enough. Joe, your first matchup is Cowboys against Bears. What do you think? Uh, Cowboys-Bears. Oh, I was looking at the other matchup. Hang on a second. Uh, Cowboys-Bears. I have no particularly strong feelings about either team. Uh, none of them particularly impressed me. I'm going to go Cowboys. Cowboys? Yeah. And we'll stick with you for your second one. We've got Steelers-Titans. Well, these I've been looking at. I've been looking at how they've been doing this year. Equal standing. Uh, six and five, is it both of them? Yep. Yep. Uh, again, no strong feelings. Going to have to go on kit here. Uh-huh. Again, a tough choice. Really? But, uh, yeah, I do like the Titans kit, but oh. I think the Steelers uh, just what? take it. 
On kit. I think in terms of aesthetic, the Steelers kit is ugly. No, I think yeah. in terms of aesthetic, the Steelers are up there. Titans is a really nice kit. No, they're like multiple shades of blue. I'm not into it. I think the Steelers with the like the terrible tiles. Have you seen that? They like no. have this thing in their <laughs> head. So it's bizarre. In their stadium, they have this thing where they all like wave tiles around their heads. It actually looks quite cool. Um, and finally, Callum, your other matchup will be. Patriots against Panthers. Another hard teams? one to pick. Not two teams that I like. Mm. Uh, I'm too edgy to pick the Patriots, though. I think <laughs> uh, I can't go for the for the much loved side. Yeah. Uh, the pan. Yeah, the Panthers aren't bad. They've got a nice kit. Yeah. Nice animal. Yeah. Um, no players leap to my mind from the team. Luke Keekley, the linebacker, is is uh, quite no, good. He's leaped in and then straight out. Um, <laughs> They're yeah, they're they're all right. They're better than the better than the Patriots because the Patriots are just glory hunting side. All right, lovely. So, uh, Callum, for you, the Panthers and Chargers progress. For Joe, uh, it's the Cowboys and the Steelers, and uh, we'll see how they fare later on in the matchup. And I think that is it from us for this week. We'll be back next week to talk about how we got on with those picks. I'm hoping I won't regret some of those more out there ones, and uh, we'll preview the following week's games. Uh, <laughs> I think you will regret some of them. I'm I think afraid. I might. As a, as, a, as a slight prediction, your new method may lose you a few points. We shall see. Um, but yeah, I think that's all, that's it from us this week. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, I've been Oliver Higgins. Goodbye. I've been and am Callum Benner. <laughs> I still am Joseph Watson. Thank you. Goodbye. Purple Radio Podcasts. Thanks for downloading this Purple Radio podcast. For more great content and to listen live, head to purpleradio.co.uk.